0: She's smart, sassy, and a little, a little badassy. Straight from the hip with Courtney Jones. Tune in. Hey there. Good morning. How you doing? We are back. Today is Wednesday, or excuse me, Thursday, November 5th. That's how this whole week has been. I can't even keep track of what day it is. So, are you guys, uh, how you doing? How you holding up, Feisty Kittens? It is now officially, um what, two days after the election uh, here in the U.S., so we are still awaiting official results. Um, so at this point, it looks like Biden has kind of uh, pulled ahead. Um, we, we don't know. I don't think anyone has actually officially uh, claimed the title at this point. But um, it has been a whirlwind of a ride. So many emotions, um, so much anxiety, a lot of nail-biting. But... Um, and it's weird because, you know, the 2020 has just been that year already. And I don't know about you, but I kind of feel like with this right here... Tuesday night I like I slept so well like not even not necessarily saying I didn't care what the results were but it just felt like everything had been building up to that point so I kind of feel like I'm already in the new year like I know we still got a couple of weeks um until it's officially the end of 2020 but hey I'm gonna just go ahead and say my new year started yesterday so I'm excited. I'm gonna just roll out the rest of the year with just ease. It's like um it's everything shifted. I always say life before um before Corona apocalypse. So hopefully this um election, even if it doesn't go the way people necessarily want it to go, um, I don't know. Like I have friends on both sides that are just like I had a particular candidate in mind, but I think that the stress of just the fighting and the back and forth and just the anticipation was probably more stressful than anything else. And hey, as a nation, we can handle anything from this point. Uh, forward. And I did want to, um, uh, I I noticed a little thing. I think it was Daily Blast Live. They had uh, posted the quote that Biden did, uh, yesterday on, uh, the 4th. So the numbers were getting closer. He had, I think it was, uh, taken Michigan and he did kind of step up and say like, um, Uh, He had a quote, and I wanted to read the quote because I think it's really, really important for us. Um, You know, I'm always talking about mindsets important. So I really think that moving forward, just this mindset um, can really help us as a nation just heal and move forward. And um, Biden had said, quote, to make progress, we have to start treating our opponents as enemies. We are not enemies. What brings us together as Americans is so much stronger than anything that can tear us apart. So let me be clear, we are campaigning as uh, Democrats, but I will govern as an American president, end quote. And that was Joe Biden. And that, I think, is said volumes right there. Because I think that that's what we had gotten so far away from over uh, the past uh, couple of years. And I think that that's what other countries were noticing, that we were pulling apart, that we had so much infighting. Like, this is the country who's policing the rest of the world, making sure that everyone else is being good to each other. But we had such drastic infighting that it almost destroyed us over this past couple of years. So it's nice to see us moving forward, um, hopefully in the mindset as one. Um, I tell people all the time, it's like I am a 50 year old, I'm not an afro anything, I am a 50 year old black American woman who was born a United States citizen on United States soil and I am an American. It's like, and I get that across to people, I, I help, because I don't. I think that we get jaded about, oh, America this, America that, but pay attention, the whole world is uh, mimics us in some way. And there are those countries that kind of snub us, and oh, well, America and their capitalism, but even the ones that don't like us copy us. It's like, so we're there, there, regardless of the problems that we have, we must be doing something right. So if we can focus on the things that we do right as a nation and as a country to our people, um the way that we handle things, our infrastructure, even our capitalism. But if we do that in a way that is right and that is good and that we treat each other not as enemies but as a whole, then we will continue um, to be um, something that can set an example for the rest of the world as opposed to kind of a laughing stock like how we've been the past couple of years. So it's nice to see us uh, hopefully we will be moving forward there are still those ones and like I tell my woke as f folks it's like I know there's still that tendency to want to get out there and tear up some shit and um because like I said and you guys know I was very firm uh over the summer a lot of the tearing up a lot of the activism and I, I understood that people were upset people were you know feeling some type of way but like I was telling people you're gonna walk right into a trap and my woke as f folks slept walk right into the trap they wanted people to tear up stuff they wanted people to 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 look like animals on the news at night because that moved forward an agenda to shut all of that down and so I I was telling people like don't go out tearing up stuff because the people that were out tearing up stuff and throwing stuff around those are the people that the day before George Floyd died If he had been standing in front of the 7-Eleven or the Quick Trip when they were running in and said, excuse me, sir, do you have a dollar so I could get a cup of coffee or something to eat, I guarantee 98% of the people that protested that were out tearing up stuff and setting things on fire over the last uh, six months, I guarantee 98, let me me change that, 98% of those people that were tearing up and being activists so full of anger about what happened to George Floyd, those same people would not have given that man a dollar the day before he died if he hadn't been all over the news being murdered. It's like, so, yeah, we appreciate that you was upset about George Floyd, but if you want to make changes, do it in productive ways, not in ways where you come into the communities and tear up the communities where other George Floyds live and make it dangerous for them and their families to move around for months. It's like, so let's just be focused. Uh, If you're going to be an activist, then you want to activate in a way that doesn't destroy your movement and everything else that other people are trying to do. So I just think that hopefully we can just move forward. You know, a, a more, um, because whether that's one of the things about the U.S., and like I said, I always give my age here. I'm 50, but I do believe that just as a country, we've gotten away from the ability to have intelligent discourse without it devolving into a fifth-grade fight. Like, it's very disturbing, and that's like we've seen this summer with the whole Karen thing. It's like, you're not allowed to have an opinion. You're not allowed to have an opinion that differs from the person standing next to you if your group dissents us, well, okay, your, your a point has a, a valid merit, but here's a question I have for you. Like, people will devolve and attack you if you have questions about what they stand for. So we have kind of gotten far, far away from the ability to have intelligent discourse, um, even if we disagree. So hopefully we'll see some of that moving back to the forefront, too. I tell people all the time, reading, it's fundamental. And those first three letters are fun. Yeah, so educate yourself. But other than that, um, hopefully the week will be moving forwards. Um, it has been a calmer week than I thought it would be. Um, I will admit that. I thought it was going to be a lot crazier this week. It has not been. So um, we'll, we'll hopefully we won't have to worry about election results and election campaigns and fundraising. Like, I don't want to hear anything about that, like, for m- many, many moons. So I am completely dropping the uh, politics card because I'm actually from a family who enjoys the political discourse. Like, um, we actually watched uh, political, like, the debate, from the time I was growing up. My mom was very active in politics, very interested in politics. Um, I've always loved the Kennedy family. So we grew up where it literally was debates. We did sit around the TV with popcorn. We were trying to figure out what the points were going to be. We were scoring the points. I was captain of my debate team. My son was captain of of his debate team in high school. So we're a, a family that believes in discourse and that likes intelligent discourse. So I've always loved the political process. And I have to say that these last two elections have been some of the most unpleasant that I've ever experienced as a voter and um I've been voting since I was 18 so um it hopefully we can move forward um in just our mindset and in the cohesiveness that we move as a country uh moving forward but we'll see other than that the weather is lovely today in uh Denver so that must be a great omen of some sort and um, you <laughs> I'm definitely just glad to be over all of the political stuff regardless. Like this has been, like I said, just so contentious, even like with the last election. We spent the last four years being harassed by Democrats who thought that um, we voted for Trump in the last election. So it was just interesting seeing just on both sides the willingness to go rabid because people aren't agreeing with you. So I just think that either way, no matter who wins, I definitely think that we're ready for a breath of fresh air like it's time to do something different and I hope that uh, moving forward I definitely think that we need a healthy dose of just more of a focus on real leadership qualities and we've heard that word tossed around a lot Over the past four years, and I talk about it even in the coaching industry, we've got these big name coaches who brag about their big name people that they coach that are constantly in trouble in the news. So there are not certain leadership qualities that are being actually transferred over or taught. And I think that just even a healthy respect for the ideas of others even in disagreement like that's a start we haven't seen a lot of that over the past couple of years I think that we really need to have true empathy and not sympathy for other people and that means not feeling sorry for others and thinking that you and your group knows best how to fix those people and their problems but an actual real empathy, empathy as in I don't know what you're going through but I can feel your pain and that it's affected you. So that means a willingness to actually listen and hear what people are saying they need and not a group already deciding what somebody needs and telling them how to fix themselves. So I think that we just really need to, um, if we can focus, stay focused on leadership in this next, um, over these next couple of years then i think that we can move forward in a healthy and um tremendously um helpful way in this country so like i said we'll see broadcasting worldwide online 24 7 So now that the election is over, we can just go back to uh, everyone talking about how much they hate tech and how Facebook is destroying the world. It's like, yeah, you know, I've always been, um, I am kind of the one, you know, I was, I've was. i always liked Twitter. Um, I've always liked Jack Dorsey's stance on, um... You know, the fact-checking, and I was quite impressed that he was willing to do the fact-checking even on Trump. So, um, and and I hear all this stuff where Congress does not trust the tech companies. It's like the the big three people are, like, a little suspicious of. And so I had kind of, like, you know, laughed it off. I'm like, well, you know, there's always the ones who feel like they're being singled out. And I had uh, the most hilarious thing going on. And I guess Twitter was doing its job um, election morning. But I was actually talking about uh, one of the local uh, measures here in Colorado. And they were talking about, um, it was a measure, actually, I think it was Measure 2B, where they wanted uh, more funding, like, to help the homeless. And so I was saying, like, for me personally, and... um, because and you know I I think I've talked about it on the episodes I mean on the show qu- uh, quite a bit um especially a couple about two years ago 18 months um I was kind of like right on that teetering um of, of homeless the the couch surfing like I was doing all of that like Denver's rent had gotten really crazy like the average one bedroom had like doubled in price and even like in not necessarily the greatest neighborhoods there were like really long waiting lists so um I had gone to a couple of programs. And you know, you, because especially in Colorado, we have the weed money. Before the weed money, we had a gambling money. And all of these um, were always touted when we, we, it was put to an election that this tax money is going to go to help these programs and to help women and children. So I've been hearing this since I was 18, like very active, especially in college and early 20s, you know, with women's issues here locally. And so, um, just experience personally not something as someone going in as a donor and looking at these programs where they get all the homeless all spiffed up and clean looking and they clean up all the the facility so the donors come through and see it and like it and want to give more money and it's like so I didn't experience it I've experienced it from that perspective but over the last um shit well so I've been in my place um, a year um almost a year now but for the 18 months before that I experienced firsthand what it was like to deal with Colorado's like nonprofits, what it was like to deal with the services and programs that dealt with the homeless. And it was really really crazy having to deal with it like one-on-one. There wasn't a lot of help if you didn't fall into certain categories. So if you are an advocate of um, uh, people with mental health issues, people who have disabilities, absolutely. There were plenty of programs, plenty of funding for that. Um, If you're a single mom, there's plenty of funding for that as a uh, adult woman an empty nester with no children under 18 no addictions no mental issues i mean no mental health issues well outside of you know what normal women's mental health issues but with none like identifiable that they could put into a category i couldn't get any help from those places like i literally got no help from those places and um, I actually talked to my landlord. Um, this was actually, I think, Tuesday morning. And she had sent me an email back. I was trying to find out about one of the programs that they had been mentioning during this measure about how they help people and help with rental assistance. So one of the things that I was actually looking for help for when I was doing all this couch surfing, it was saving up to move for the move-in costs, like the rent, the deposit, you know, all of that stuff. And I was working full-time, working every day, but trying to save up to move and try to handle day-to-day stuff like was killing me so I people were telling me like oh you should try these programs you've never tried these programs and I didn't think I would qualify because I did not fit any of those boxes but I tried anyway and so at the beginning of the year right before the shutdown and actually about two weeks before Colorado officially shut the city down um, this was like back in April um, I had actually contacted one program and I knew immediately like I was the paperwork in as soon as they saw like I guess my picture on my ID because like I said, I'm from Colorado. I'm not a transplant. I didn't just move here. I've been here all of my life. So, um, I don't know if it was a, if it was an, my ex that somebody was trying to make a future with. I don't know what the issue was, but before I got all the paperwork in and they saw my face, um, they had denied, uh, like my application, like, no, we're not going to be able to help you. So then it turns out that in my actual, about two weeks after that, um, our governor, I mean our the governor shut down the city, and the mayor actually mentioned this actual program. It's called, like, TRUA. So it's like something rental um, and utility assistance. And they actually had it in the paper. They were like, go um, to this program. They're helping people pay rent and this, that, and the other. So my landlord had actually we sent the paperwork in. She was telling me about it. They did deny me. So I asked her again in April. I said, did TRUA ever actually... I mean, I asked her the other day. I was like, did TRUA ever actually pay anything Because I was thinking about this as I was getting ready to to vote, and I'm like, okay, so they're asking for more help for the the homeless programs, for these services, but what everyone kept pushing was, well, we need more money for shelters. We need more money for shelters, and there's somebody drifting around in that whole system over for 18 months. No, what people need are houses, and it's like, and even in those programs like that, you deal with people who are staff, they're telling you about, well, I got problems with my bills, I have to pay my bills to, I've got this, I'm working this job, it doesn't pay me a lot. So the people on the other side of the desk, they got the same issues as the people that they're dealing with in these programs. And so the only difference between you and the person on the other side of the, of the desk is that they don't have a house. So that's supposed to make them way less than you. And that was very much the energy that I dealt with a lot with the staff. One of the programs that I would go into, they had a day center where you could, like, use the computer to get on the Internet and stuff. And I would go in there, and people would think I was staff. And it's like, yeah, because I didn't, I didn't stop being the person I was just because I no longer have my same house. It's like I'm still the same person. In. I still have the same clothes that I wore to work every day. Like, so nothing changed except for the fact that I did not have a house with my, with my name on the lease. And it's like, so it, it was, it was a disconnect for me. So this was one of the programs that was pushing so hard for people to vote for this uh, measure. And so I wanted to verify It's like, well, if I'm giving my tax dollars to this, but does it actually help everybody? If I was to become homeless again tomorrow, could these programs help me? Then I'm interested in helping people like me. And so I tried to so my landlord did write back and she was like no this program didn't pay any rent for you in April so I literally was doing the screenshot and I was trying to put it up on Twitter and Twitter blocked my tweet they would not let me put the tweet up so they I don't know if Twitter was getting paid by Trua here in Denver I don't know but they literally censored me they couldn't do a fact check because I'm the one that had the facts because I'm the one that actually experienced it but they did try to do the censor thing so I was like whoa Twitter it's like so maybe Um, My little friends that lean a little bit to the right When they complain to me about certain censoring mechanisms That certain unnamed tech companies use against them And I always go, come on, dude They're not censoring you like that It's like nobody's even paying attention to your tweet Ooh, I, um let me apologize, because you guys might have been on to something, I do apologize, but never, not to worry, you guys don't have to worry, because you know I'm the shot queen, so I do have this screenshot of the tweet that I was trying to put up, and that's on the actual blog, that's on the blog post today, so you'll still be able to see the tweet, I was able to have a workaround on Twitter, yes, I can't be stopped, but so, I don't know. We'll see what happens this year. It's like, hopefully people will just live what they say that they believe this year. Hopefully we people will treat each other the way they claim. Because I've been amazed at how people that would seem to be so loving and kind, but who can justify, like, tremendous violence and aggression against people that don't agree with them. It's really weird. But hopefully that is easing out. Hopefully we'll move forward. It's a new day, people. It's a new day. I got sunshine in the window. It's college. Colorado. We're glad to have sunshine, uh, in November. Okay. So, um, I'm taking advantage of the great day. I'm going to have an awesome day today. I want you guys to have an awesome day today too. So remember the words of, um, Mr. Biden. And if you can't, then remember the words of the tick, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna change the words just a little bit, but what did the tick say? I love the earth, because that's where I keep my stuff, and that's how I feel about the earth, it's how I feel about Colorado, and where I voted, and it's how I feel about the United States, the country that I live in, so, hey, go out and find something to love today, you guys, um, go out, be good to each other, and, um, have a good one. I'm Courtney, and, uh, Until we talk to each other again, you know you're awesome, so go be it. I'm out. Peace. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends. Hey, guys. It's me, Courtney, from Straight From the Hip with Courtney. And I just wanted to pop in with a little bonus episode. Um, I know I haven't been around for a while. Hey, I've been busy. But I wanted to pop in. I wanted to say hi, and I wanted to say Thank you so much. In case you didn't know, Spotify's uh, Wrapped 2020 just came out this week. And I have been blown away by the statistics. And I'm going to share a little bit with you in the upcoming bonus episode. And then I'm going to have a bigger uh, podcast as well. I mean a bigger episode as well. Um, That's a little bit longer. And that is able to fill you in on all the details of all the exciting things that have been going on over the past month. Yeah, you know I wouldn't just leave you hanging feisty kittens. I've been gone for a reason. But I'm going to be back and even better. We've got a whole new revamped website new home for the uh, pod, and um, a whole community that we're bu- building out around it. So stay tuned, tune in, but um, just, um, I'm going to pop back in, and I'm going to give you just some, just a few of the statistics, um, some of the stats that came through on um, this year's Spotify wrapped um, regarding Straight from the Hip with Courtney, and I'm also going to include a, a link in the show notes if you want to go check it out for yourself. But I'm Courtney, you're awesome, and s- stay tuned.